welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk all news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, we have more collaboration news from Takara, an update on the Hasbro Activision news from last week, and the return of everyone's favorite segment, Quarterly Earnings. Today is Friday, August 11th, 2023, and this is episode 350, Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that is thankful for Activision's data archiving team. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team of Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Let's talk Transformers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dramatic As <time>. always... <laughs> As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrons, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and keep the show going. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to become a Donatron, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and that's where you can sign up. You get lots of perks. Uh, that includes bonus content. You get to watch the show live. You get entered into all our contests automatically. You get some merchandise at the higher levels. You get a shout out in every show at the highest level. So lots of good perks there. Uh, and of course, as I mentioned, bonus content, we can't not mention our awesome bonus show. We like big bots done by Daryl and Dr. Pants, not pictured <laughs> right now, but. They're they're still with us, trust me. We hope to get some more episodes of We Like Big Bots going soon uh, now that they are both available to record podcasts again. Uh, we'll be seeing them real soon. Dr. Pants, I think, will be on next week. I, I hope so. Uh, Daryl is out for the next few weeks, so we're actually going to have to delay our 10th anniversary celebration until he gets back. But um, we are celebrating our 10th anniversary Next week, that will be our official uh, 10th anniversary. So the 13th. Yes, that's next week. In a couple of days. Yes. (laughs) We're we're recording on that day, but the the first episode was released on Tuesday, August 13th, 2013. So that's that's our official uh, release anniversary. So the next Wednesday episode will be the, you know, closest without going over or something or i don't know (laughs) this will be the closest without going over oh okay this is the (laughs) final the final episode in our ninth year yes (laughs) there you go exactly so uh yeah so check out uh and why celebrate our 10th anniversary by becoming a donatron and then you can watch all our episodes of we like big bots you can also check out our bonus episode for empire of rust our transformers live play rpg podcast this week we have the bonus episode for empire of rust episode 107 star bat will fall flat and uh, this has all the extra stuff that's left into the show before it gets edited down and and really tuned and and honed to the final product that goes out next week so next monday we'll have the regular version of this episode that's at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust but right now if you are a donatron you can get access to it early and listen to it right now you you actually have had access since monday so um you can check it out 
And last thing is, of course, our Toy Hacks code for August. So if you want 15% off all your purchases at toyhacks.com, check them out and use our code at TFMP08. Again, that code is TFMP08. And you can use that at toyhacks.com for 15% off every order you make. And that helps us out and helps out Toy Hacks and helps yourself out with the discount. So it's a win-win-win. So go ahead and use that code. Okay, uh, let's get into alt mode and uh, no comics news this week. So we're going to jump right into media news. Okay, so we've got some game news. Uh, first up. We've got a, uh, this is a Japanese mobile game called, uh, Meta, Metarot S. Or, and known in the U.S. as Metabots. So this is a, uh, uh, a game. And now they're doing a collaboration with Transformers where they're getting new Metabots patterned after G1 Optimus Prime, Beast Wars Optimus Primal, and Beast Wars Megatron. Looks like also the the Metabot uh, Meta Fighters, I guess the, the trainers for the Metabots, have new costumes. Looks like they have uh, costumes modeled after Optimus Prime, Optimus Primal, Bumblebee, uh, Beast Wars Megatron, and uh, Tarantula, or not Tarantulas, um, Pterosaur, and uh, Black Arachnia. So looks interesting. I guess if you are into this Metabots mobile game, uh, you can look forward to a Transformers crossover and collaboration. So I guess enjoy. Uh, I'm not familiar with this game at all. I don't know if the, if the U S version is getting this looks like it might be a Japanese only uh, exclusive. So let us know if you are playing Metabots, let us know, uh, if this shows up for you. So, okay. Uh, next we've got a card game. Uh, this is dual masters, which is apparently the Japanese version of magic, the gathering, uh, when they tried to basically get, make it break in to the Japanese market. And this dual masters card game is getting transformers crossover as well with transformers cards, Looks like we're featuring Optimus Prime. We've got Optimus Primal, Bumblebee, Trans uh, Cheetor, RC, and uh, Transformers: The Movie Scourge. <laughs> I think this was a Rise of the Beasts tie-in, and uh, someone got the list of characters in Rise of the Beasts, and um, <laughs> no one, no one did a cross check there. So it's Scourge is the villain in Rise of the Beast, but it's not this Scourge; it's oh, the other Scourge. <laughs> I didn't put that together. Well, if, if you look at the Bumblebee, that transforms yeah. the movie Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we've we've got we've got Bumblebee and Noah. <laughs> we, we've got Scourge. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and and it looks like RC is the Titans Return RC, <laughs> which is a very odd choice for an RC uh, model character uh, model design. Um, well, I guess I mean, Cheetor the, the, is fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the Beast figures, the Beast characters are their you know classic animated human right. Beast Wars look, <laughs> right? <laughs> but 
this this is really cool art though regardless of where it's from the the art is fantastic yeah it is definitely. so i i'd like to to find out who the artist is on these because i mean particularly i think the optimus prime that that is just amazing that, that's a great optimus prime mm-hmm I just think it's really funny that they they got <laughs> G one Transformers the movie Scourge as the the villain here. He's and he's really he's he's, he's looming large behind everyone. That's the big bad villain that they got to take down. <laughs> uh, yeah, Very, he, he was always going to have his day, and now he got it. Yep. <laughs> so uh, these are on pre order from August fourth to August fourteenth. So uh, as at the time of this recording, I think you've only got a couple more days to pre-order it at the Takara Tomy Mall. Um, so, I mean, this is the Japanese market. So, I don't know if you if you are really interested in Duel Masters in the in, in you know outside of Japan, you can take a look. The full set of cards is seventy seven hundred yen, which is about fifty four dollars and twenty seven cents. So, sounds like Magic the Gathering prices. So, but. Um, it is worth pointing out that Rise of the Beast just released in Japan last week. Oh, okay. So that's probably why we're seeing a lot of these promotions kicking up there in Japan. Makes sense. Yep. Doesn't make sense to use G1 Scourge in this, but <laughs> everything else makes sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, next bit of gaming news comes from Renegade Game Studios. Those are the makers of the Transformers uh deck building game also the transformers rpg the new rpg uh rule set that they are putting out now they are have a press release where they are adding transformers to their robo rally game so also a gi joe is getting a game that's uh based on the axis and allies game engine so uh if you remember axis and allies that's that world war ii strategy game board game from back in the day and so gi joe getting a version of that uh so that's interesting um so robo rally i'm not too familiar with this racing game that uh is going to get transformers but uh looks like it'll be cool the press release is is uh talks talks about both of these things, uh, the, it looks like the GI Joe thing is more prominent, but then they, um, they talk about, uh, Robo Rally, of course, getting iconic Transformers characters like Optimus Prime and Megatron. Uh, they will be able to choose between six different robots, Transformers robots, each with their own personal upgrades that give them unique advantages and identities. And they will trans, they will convert. Or transform from bot to alt mode. Uh, yeah. and- so, so I have the Robo Rally um, game up here. And okay. Yeah, it, it's a competitive racing game full of robotic chaos. So I think the characters transform from a vehicle to a robot as part of the game mechanics anyway. Oh, okay. So I think that's why it fits in so well. So yeah, this will be fun. Um, the, the base robo rally game is $50. So I would imagine the transformers version would probably be around that same price. Yeah. Yeah. Both of these are interesting. Uh, and I guess, uh, 
we'll uh, we'll also take a look at the GI Joe one when that uh, when that comes out. Mm-hmm. So, the Axis and Allies seems like the perfect thing to put GI Joe and Cobra into. Yeah. Although a Cybertronian version would be fun too. <laughs> Just any any of those kind of one faction versus the other type games. Right. Yep. I, mean, I haven't played it myself, but it it sounds like it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I played Axis and Allies when I was a kid. But like my my next door neighbor had it, and uh, I mean, of course, it's like it's it's a it's a strategy game. It's it's it takes a little time to wrap your head around. The rules are pretty like dense and everything. So as a ten or ten or twelve year old me enjoyed it but it was it definitely was a you know you you had to you had to work a little bit to to get into it probably to find people to play it with you yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's also the theme is like world war ii like no one wants to be the nazis right (laughs) (laughs) that's why they're the axis yeah (laughs) so Okay, uh, next up, so last week we talked about uh, this interview that TFW 2005 did at uh, SDCC. And, uh, you know, there was one question that was uh, focusing on the Activision video games and asking Hasbro about, you know, trying to re-release the Activision video games. It was kind of a throwaway question. And I think it was Evan who they interviewed. He said, uh, "Oh yeah, Activision actually lost the, the you know the the code for those games, so we had to kind of dig up some other sources and actually start to like play the game itself to get some of the assets that we needed." And so you know we we talked about it last week in alt mode and and thought it was pretty interesting. Of course, you know we talked about it first, but since alt mode doesn't release until Friday. It seems like we were late to the party, but we weren't. But <laughs> apparently every video game site in the world picked up this story last week, which I thought was interesting because TFW 2005 got to be a primary source for all these websites. They all linked yeah. back to TFW 2005, which was uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So uh, their their interview went viral on all these sites. Um and it got back to both Activision and Hasbro. So, <laughs> someone. I feel sorry for Evan. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Evan got probably got a talking to from his uh, from his boss. <laughs> Although I, mean, I can see his point of view that as developing the toys, they were in contact with Activision because the story said they kept sending like pre-release assets and never any like finalized assets. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to assume you weren't giving us what we were asking for. And maybe someone on the Activision side that they were working with told them, I can't find you know what you, what you need. Right. And that's how I can see it happening. Whereas someone else in the bowels of Activision knows exactly, you know, where the files are. So it is very likely uh, just a communication issue all around, but particularly within Activision that caused all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, so act, both Activision and Hasbro did a little bit of damage control. So we had, um, uh, Steven Totolo, who was, a uh, who's also an, uh, he had a tweet on, uh, just about, uh, he reached out to Activision, uh, uh, he reached. He asked Activision, and they sent a, a Hasbro. He said the Hasbro rep was uh, was sent to him, and he told him 
Uh, to clarify, comments that suggest Transformers games have been lost were made in error. We apologize to Activision and regret any confusion. So, yes, very much corporate damage control speak. And then also on Twitter, a Activision rep who uh, was also like saying, uh, this is Lulu Cheng Messervy. And she said, these headlines are wrong. We have the code. It's not lost and never was. So well, she's an executive vice president and CCO, I'm guessing chief creative option or chief creative officer at Activision. Yeah. So, I mean, does she really know though? The, the <laughs> boss usually doesn't know where the code is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually it's the people down doing the actual work that know. Yeah. But I mean, if they say they have it, that makes me happy because clearly yeah. Hasbro wants to get it on game pass you know, as soon as the Microsoft deal is complete, all of, you know, a bunch of us fans wants it to be available again. So, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so Hasbro Activision, you say you have it. Great. Awesome. So let's, let's see those re-releases. We, uh, we're going to re-releases when re-releases by Christmas. Hasbro Activision. Hey uh, guys, we'll see if the Microsoft <laughs> deal is closed by then. Like, keep extending it. Cause the UK is the only country that hasn't approved the deal. Mm. Everyone yeah. else, even the U S has approved the deal. I'm just waiting for the UK. Yep. I mean, I mean, we're not, this is, this is not the show to talk about giant corporations and monopolies, but I, I'm, I'm kind of not, not too excited about, this this mega merger but you know we'll see i mean if anyone had to get it i feel like microsoft is probably the best home for it Mm. all right uh that's all the video game news so in media news let's uh, let's move a shift over to some movie news and that's up to you over to you jeremy all right so last week we talked about the um rise of the beast special edition uh, that was in Peru that had some extra stuff and TFW has a report from uh, someone that was there. Uh, they said that the movie itself was the same movie. Everyone watched the extra content was after the credits. There were three parts. Uh, it was not transit alternate ending or um, no new material. The first part was something based on why they chose Peru as the location interviews with Stephen Capel jr. Our bestie Lorenzo and Michael Bay and more. Uh, and then a lot of behind the scenes filming in Cusco, Machu Picchu and some jungle stuff. And they did remark on how difficult it was to shoot in the jungle, which it's kind of obvious that it would be. <laughs> but, um, the second part was about the special effects and how the action scenes were filmed. Uh, they showed several previs models, storyboards and behind the scenes. And a special focus was on that parade scene and the Autobot Terracon, um, it says persecution, I think, uh, pursuit or something, uh, I, you yeah. know, the, the chase. Yeah. They, they weren't being persecuted. <laughs> um, the third part was about the challenges while filming in Machu Picchu, um, not only because of the weather and geography, but all the legal restrictions. And then the final volcano battle was CGI and Noah in his exosuit, um, behind the scenes. And then Stephen Cable Jr. confirmed one more time that it was directly inspired by Daniel's exosuit in the 86 movie. And then there was a special greeting to the Peruvian public that said they saw Mirage in alt mode at Machu Picchu with a, um, and I, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this, but gracias 
Kaos, uh, Kaosas. Uh, it's a Peruvian slang for thanks, friends. That was on top of the screen. And then he transformed into robot mode, and there, there was a big gracias Peru, or thanks Peru, at the bottom. And I think we have that here. Yeah. Cool. So that was cool. Um, and then they said that even last week, the theaters were full in Peru. Um, the local box office in Peru was $14.5 million. So they said that was incredible for Peruvian standards. So uh, that is really cool. I'm glad that they did that. And it kind of sad that they didn't have some of the extras that were on the Blu-ray. But I mean, it seems like they had extras filmed specifically for this. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Next up, we have um, officially licensed Rise of the Beast stickers. <laughs> this is a sticker album. Um, oh, this was pu- also published in Peru. Uh, this was a double sticker album, one half with Rise of the Beast. Um, and then the other half is the Authentics characters, which is like the, the new kind of generic G1 style. Cool. So... It's just a, it's a, looks like a big, thick sticker book. Um, oh, wait, was that 50 comics? Um, it's not listed here in the story, but this says it contains 50 comics, I believe. So, I mean, these are big hmm. boxes, so we'll see. With, 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 oh, it's not comics, it's a Spanish word, I don't know. I'm guessing stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am dumb, I am not the smartest. Um, Still, those are big boxes, so I'm guessing that that's the case the store got. But, yeah, I mean, you know, kids love stickers, adults love stickers, everyone loves stickers. So, it seems pretty cool. Uh, some of them seem like the kind of the designs that we were getting from some of the toys that had stickers in recent years where you peel it to reveal something under the sticker. So, that's pretty cool. Mm. Um. The next thing we have, uh, we neglected to mention this a few weeks ago, but um, Rise of the Beast had the the final episodes for season or not Rise of the Beast. I'm I'm dumb. <laughs> um, Earth Spark had their final episodes for season one uh, released on Paramount Plus, July 28th. We have a link to an article here with the trailer, but you know if if you've been watching Earth Spark and you weren't aware that the last part of season one is out. It is, and it's available stream everywhere on Paramount plus. And then we got to get back to that. We got to, we got to get those reviews done before, uh, the, the new transformers comic comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we need to do that. I'm blaming Daryl. <laughs> um, all right. So the last thing I have here is like we said in the intro, everyone's favorite talk, the earnings call. This is the uh, second quarter earnings call. And I'm not going to go deep into numbers, but uh, one thing that this does go into is the E1 sale to Lionsgate. Um, And we had questions about what the, like what is going to happen to all the Hasbro productions, like the Hasbro IP productions. And they did have a statement that said they will retain a focused team of creative development and business affairs experts 
to shepherd the 30-plus Hasbro-based projects in development, working with the best studios and distribution platforms in Hollywood, including ongoing development of the Transformers and G.I. Joe franchises, Play-Doh, Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, and our board game portfolio. 30 projects are in development? Um, yeah, it says, as part of the sale, we expect to move to an asset light model for future live-action entertainment, relying on licensing and partnerships with select co-productions like our previously announced Transformers 1 animated film and the D&D live-action television series, both with our partners at Paramount. Um, so a few things from that statement. I was like, talking about their board game portfolio. Are we getting a Monopoly movie <laughs> after the success of um, a battleship? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I, I didn't realize there was going to be a D&D live action series. Yeah, um, me neither. Uh, yeah. I, I know they were happy with the D&D film, even though it wasn't like a huge moneymaker. I think critically it was um, well regarded. You know, it's a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, we got Transformers one coming up. So, it looks like they're going back to kind of what they did pre E one, which was basically work with companies like Paramount that actually make movies and, and TV shows and just kind of help guide the production. So I'm, I'm hoping that we won't go kind of off the deep end like we did with the Bay movies, but still, you know, the, Paramount's better at making movies than Hasbro. Although, <laughs> you know, w- w- we'll see what comes of it, but, you know, hopefully they learn some lessons. I mean, I would, I would be happy with Stephen Cable Jr. directing another Transformers movie. If they're, oh, if definitely. they're, they're letting him do that, then I would, uh, I'm looking forward to, to what he can do, how he can expand things from, from when he started with Rise of the Beasts, give him the keys. Let him be the um, the Kevin Feige of the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like specifically with the quarter, with what they um, what they had to say about their um, their funds or I guess their profits and stuff. They said their franchise brands of a delivered significant Q two revenue growth in both Transformers and Dungeons and Dragons, driven by the uplift from the movie releases. And then there was something about Peppa Pig. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so, the, you know, like we said, Dungeons and Dragons was a fun movie. And regardless of how it did uh, on the in the box office, it drove uh, on the, you know, the, um, I guess not really toy, but they just have some toys. But the, the, the gaming side, Dungeons and Dragons saw a spike due to the movie. And then Transformers, they specifically call out, Rise of the Beast is one of the top box office performers of the year and has driven an 83% improvement in Transformers point of sales since its release. So Mm. I've seen a lot of fans complain and say it didn't make money and stuff. It doesn't really matter what the movie does at the box office. It drove an 83% improvement in the toy sales. Hasbro sees it as an expensive commercial and it's paying off. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So, and with D and D did like the the they have they did release those action figures those diceling figures yeah. too, um yeah a lot they they put out a lot of product for the D and D movie so yeah yeah uh, and then uh, let's see there was a Q and A section and not really related to Transformers or anything else but they said the the Baldur the Baldur's Gate two, uh, three video game 
is likely to financially outperform all of Hasbro's entertainment <laughs> efforts throughout the past five years. Wow. So say what you will about the movies and stuff. This one video game is going to blow it all away. <laughs> Which, I mean, we, we've known video games are much more uh, profitable than movies for a while now. But yeah, I, I think that this is, uh, I mean, like I said, the, the entertainment side Hasbro since the 80s has seen as just another thing to drive toy sales and it was true then and it's still true. <laughs> so, yep. Things things are doing good though. I mean, on, at least in that side of things. And you know, uh, I'm I'm hopeful in the future. I think we have a really strong team at Hasbro working on Transformers and we'll see once Skybound kind of gets in the mix, because they seem to be really integrated with Hasbro in terms of creating this universe, and we'll we'll see what all happens. But mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, there's a good quarter, and looking forward to what's going on or what's going in the future. Yep. Yeah, and uh, to to go slightly off topic, apparently Baldur's Gate three is amazing. I have not uh, I, all I've heard are, are good things about it. It just came out last weekend. Um, it's on PC, and then it'll be out on PlayStation five uh, in a month, and then later on Xbox whenever when they haven't announced the date for that. But it's apparently smashing like everyone's ex expectations for. Uh, I, I played the and, and Baldur's Gate is old school RPG. Like the, I played those games back in the late nineties. Those are over 20 year old games, one and two. So I'm, I'm curious about this one, but I know I, I can't, I can't pick this up until I finish <laughs> the tears of the Zelda tears of the kingdom. I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't do two massive uh, RPGs at yeah. the same time. So well, I haven't uh, played any of the Baldur's Gate games, so I'm, I'm safe. I'm, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's all our media news, but we have a little bit of transforming pop culture. All right. And, and this came from our Discord. Uh, let me remember who brought it up. Um, uh, Wolfwood, I believe. Was it? Uh, da, da, da. It was Wolfwood. Uh, he was tagging DJ Ronan, who are both watching this live. So uh, thanks for <laughs> pointing this out. Uh, apparently, there is a. Um, a guy by the name of, where is this? Too many windows. Um, uh, Jonathan Davenport, who goes by Davenpoe on Instagram. And he makes uh, outfits for professional wrestlers. And he's also a Transformers fan. And at WWE SummerSlam, uh, the wrestler Ricochet came out at this outfit on the screen. And someone tagged him and was like, you know, did you do this? And so he made this post saying how he, um, he's been trying to get a transformer themed costume, um, out there, like get someone to wear it for a long time now. And he's been a transformers fan and used to like, he, well, he still collects the comics and, and everything. And, um, he was finally able to get this Optimus prime inspired, uh, outfit, on you know one of the the wrestlers and I think it looks great. Uh, as I was telling Charles before the show, I'm always a fan of a a good non IP infringing homage 
since that's kind of <laughs> what we have to do with our own stuff. But, you know, you can just look at this and be like, is that Optimus Prime? <laughs> so I, I thought that was, uh, you know, it, it's just a, it's a really good costume and, you know, awesome that he was able to kind of get a dream uh, that he's had actually out there in the public. So that, that's really cool. Yeah, I am not a wrestling fan, but I am happy to see uh, Transformers fans in all walks of life getting to to show show their creativity and and reference and homage uh, Transformers in any way they can. So the, yeah, this is really cool. All right, and we will finish up the show with some convention news. All right, and really just one thing this week. Uh, TF Nation is this weekend. Uh, as you are lis- listening to this, or as it's released, uh, TF Nation, August 11th through 13th in Birmingham, UK. So I hope everyone there is having a great time. I know uh, John Paul Bove has a special print that, or some special prints he's doing with uh, 50% of the sales are going to a local charity. Uh, I can't, I don't know. Last I saw, he hadn't figured out the charity yet, but that's his intent with these prints. So I think that's really cool. Um, And, you know, so many other, you know, great guests are going to be there. So I just, I hope everyone has a great time. And like we said on the toy show this week, this is a bucket list convention for us. So one day we're going to get to go and um, it'll be a lot of fun. So, yep. And that is all we have for convention news this week. Okay. And that takes us to the end of this week's episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Once again, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrions. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. So we thank you once again to John 4X Levengood and Demon Tech 82. You guys are awesome. Thank you again. We really appreciate it. And thank you for watching and listening to Transmissions Alt Mode. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.